I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are your Kraken Captains. Well, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. Well, Welcome. it's the uh, wrap-up episode, Doug. Season's over. We've got a recap. The season has ended. Yep. But this time it's different, baby. It's, it's not, not over. <laughs> Playoffs. Here we come. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What can you say about this team? What a beauty of a season. Six players score 20 or more goals. (laughs) Best fourth line in the NHL, my opinion, of course. 100-plus points in our second season, and we clinched that wild card one spot. Um, And as we found out just before we started recording this episode, it's the avalanche we'll be facing in the first round. Stanley Cup champs are going down. So, so many people to acknowledge. Tanev and Yanni for bringing the heat every night. Larson and Schultz for proving uh, they should be in the shootout lineup. If you missed those uh, coming out of the penalty box goals, those two late in the season, you got to look those up on the internet. World-class stuff. Awesome. Uh, and then videos of, like, Larson practicing that stuff in practice and to see that pay off. Anyways, Schwartz, Berkey, Bjorky, Pastor McCann, Calder winner, uh, Maddie Berniers, soon to be. Uh, I mean, the whole team, staff, um, they all put in the hard work and got it done. I just want to say thank you and good luck in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Good luck. Finally. You know, it's such a funny mix of emotions, right? On the one hand, the Kraken made it to the postseason. Oh. It's only the second season that they've been a team, and it's like cloud nine. We're rolling on in, baby. Rolling deep. I'm so pumped up for the team. Coach Dave, all the fans, Seattle is in, baby. In! That's what I'm talking about. You got to be loving it. You got to be loving it. I am. You can't not be. Yeah. But on the other hand, the competition is daunting, to say the least. The Eastern Conference looks like this. Boston against the Florida Panthers. Toronto, Tampa Bay. uh, Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Islanders. New York Rangers against the New Jersey Devils. The West, it looks like this. Vegas plays the Jets. The Wild against Dallas. Edmonton versus L.A., and finally, your Seattle Kraken against the Colorado Avalanche. It's the miracle you were hoping for, JB. Right. The team you wanted to face first. (laughs) How are you feeling about that now that the Kraken are coming off two losses in a row against Vegas and McKinnon's coming off that big hat trick? Well, I uh, put it out on Twitter as soon as I saw that, and I said, you know, be careful what you wish for. Just eating your words. Because 
He looked like just a man. Just like we always do on this podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked like a man possessed, uh, McKinnon. And, and he's going to have to be accounted for, for sure. And uh, the problem is those guys are replete with talent. So it's not just McKinnon. And they're Stanley Cup champions. Not just like, yeah. it's not like they were Stanley Cup champions in 2011. It's their Stanley Cup champions last year. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're not going anywhere. It's going to be a tough out, but it always was going to be. But, you know, I kind of <laughs> yeah. alluded to it in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, nobody, nobody bad makes it to the playoffs. So Right. I alluded to it. Um, doesn't matter who we're going to play. It's going to be yeah. rough, so let's just do it. My Yeah, my thing is, like, the biggest thing I think is, like, the pressure. The Avs got to prove, got something to prove. The Kraken have already won. They made the playoffs in their second year in existence. So pressure's pretty low for them. Like, the fans aren't going to run away screaming if they don't win the Cup this year, you know. But the Avs, right. you know, they got to prove they still got it. And, um, so... There's some advantage there, and you know, I like I said, I alluded to it in the last episode, but they're not the same team as they were last year. So, um, despite all that, it's obviously a tough out. But if you beat the Stanley Cup champions in the first round, the the ladder is uh, maybe a little smoother after that. Although, yeah, some... I think it gets a little shorter after that one. For yeah, sure. yeah. I was just looking Cer- right, and I'm certainly, like, you... I'm like, okay, so like. Who's who's our like the Winnipeg Jets are like the wild card two spot, mm-hmm. and they're coming up. I mean, they're going up against the Knights, the Vegas. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can expect them to get knocked out. Yeah. I'm gonna say I don't think that, and you know, yeah, some you... other teams looking at their looking at their early playoff berths. I mean, the Islanders haven't really had a lot of success in the playoffs in the last several years either so well i'll give you my preview on it uh my big hope is that dallas beats minnesota minnesota is the one team i don't want to face i think we know enough about vegas if somehow they make it through and they end up in the western conference final which is where we face them like that would be okay with me but for some reason Mark Andre Fleury just has our number. Like we cannot put pucks in the net behind him for some reason. So facing him in the second round, uh, I'm not as enthused about that. For some reason, that no. team matches up really well against us. So I'll take Dallas, and if we can find a way to beat Dallas, then we're in the Western Conference Finals. What do you think about L.A. Edmonton? Who do you think goes in that one? Oh, that's so th- I think Edmonton's gonna win. I'll say it. Yeah, right? I th- just because of Connor McDee. Uh huh. He's he's out to prove something this year. I think watching McKinnon win, you know, last year, and you know, he said that you. Can I don't win. think LA has a chance against Edmonton. The thing is, is that they might. But you be never know. Some of it the could two be any, ho- could some, be anyway. I think they're some of the two hottest teams that coming into the <laughs> end. I think. You know, Edmonton has won seven. Yeah, I think, but I do, I think Edmonton wins in five. As, okay. as good as LA's been, I think Edmonton wins in five. The thing that I'll keep coming back to is if you can eliminate Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, who do they have? 
So I don't I don't know any other people on that team. <laughs> well, Evander Kane, they got Evander Kane. But I mean, if you can find a way to neutralize those guys, you have a really good shot. So to me, it comes down to you know your ability to do that, and I think teams will be scheming for ways to do that, and then it'll be up to Edmonton to find a way to to overcome that. So we'll see, but. We better get into the maelstrom before it goes yes. off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> the maelstrom. The maelstrom. The maelstrom. The maelstrom. Maelstrom. The maelstrom. Okay, here we are. It's uh, the three stars of the season this time. It's the season recap. Fire it off. We're gonna fire it off. The third star of the. Freaking season, baby. Yes, sir. Martin Jones. Martin Jones. Martin Jones, without him, we wouldn't be here. And I think we both have to acknowledge him because for a good portion of the season, this guy came to work and he carried the team with 27 wins out of 48 games he played. Plus three overtime games, which brings us another three points. So that's 57 points this guy's responsible for. And I would be remiss if we didn't say... Ha-ha! Martin Jones, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Martin Jones. You know, I feel like he's a rental and has been a rental, um, but we wouldn't be in the playoffs without him, and I know both you and I were reticent at the beginning of the season and pretty worried about I was worried about him. I what thought he would happen not be good. if he had to play a lot of games. And, boy, if he didn't make us eat crew and prove us wrong, so... Um, absolutely well-deserving. I don't expect to see a ton of them in the postseason, hopefully. Um, but he is healthy, apparently, because Joey Decord was sent back down uh, to Coachella. It's so. a $2 million one-year contract. I don't really... Well worth it. So, Yeah, I mean, he was worth it, for sure. I don't see him re-signing him. Yeah, well, and he's my sister-in-law's favorite, so, I mean, what are you going to do? A lot of people love Jones, and, well, and I've got a, a soft spot in my heart for him now. And You know, the work I've been that he wrong put in. before on this podcast a hundred times at least. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jonesy, we salute you, man. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, second star. Um, is it Everly? Who's quietly having one of the best seasons of his career? Is it He's good. Maddie Berniers for cracking 50 points and more importantly being a menace on 200 feet of the ice. Um, of all the forwards on our team, I'm like, this kid is nuts. Squeaked out of the All Star game probably on purpose. He was probably like, nah, yeah, I don't right. want to do it. <laughs> or, you know, is it McCann? The, the point leader, 40-goal scorer, all-around sniper. Or just the whole Sesame Street line, which is what I'm calling those guys. You got Ebbs, Matty Berniers, and McCann, Bert, Ernie, and Big Bird. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere with McCann and Oscar the Grouch, but... No, no. Because <laughs> of the can, you know? Mm-hmm. But okay, that, that would have been Sesame good. Sesame Street line. Bert, so, so what do you think? Who, who's the second star? You got to pick one. Okay, if I got to pick one, I'm going with Everly because this guy is like 
who I think they should have put the C on mm-hmm. instead of Giordano season one. I think I might have said it, but if I didn't say it on record, I was thinking it. At least as like a easily comparable second runner-up for captain. I think he should have had it then. I think he should have it now. Yeah, you know, I was talking to somebody about that, and I kind of said the same thing. He's got that, like, both sides, I think. He's got that quiet intensity, you know, that you need. But he also... He's I clutch. Think he, he comes yeah. through with like with, like, playmaker stuff that is, like, not just, like, delivering the pass when it needs to be delivered, but also, like, finishing from a good pass when it needs to be. Like, he's he comes... Well, and, and he he, goes. he puts himself in the right position. He's the king yeah, of the backhand. He knows what he's doing. That guy's good. Some of the backies. So here's my thing. This is interesting because that's my pick too. Um, good, but I mean, I can't. I don't want to downplay anybody else on the of, whole team. Really, well, like it's not like I want to pick him over anybody else. I, of course, I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, uh, you know we he's have to. My captain. We have to he's do it. My choice for captain for the team. We got to do a Duggar, otherwise, why would it be interesting? Second star yeah. is everyone on the team. Here's your participation. <laughs> <laughs> These are our picks, and people can get mad at us and add us on Twitter and be like, "That's BS." But yeah. I pick Eberly because I think he has like thirty uh, primary assists on McCann goals. So He's 30, 30 plus of, of McCann's goals were set up primarily from Everly. And yeah. I think, you know, having those two guys, but specifically Everly on that line, um, coaching up Berniers, you know, where he needs to be. It's and, funny, too, in hockey, there's always those plays where, like, somebody starts off the rush mm-hmm. or wins a battle. You know what I mean? Somebody wins some small battle that doesn't get recorded in the points. It's not an assist. Right. The his his he won the battle on the boards and then bounced it off someone else's stick. Yeah. Well, we talked and about that McCann last caught it and shot it in. Yeah. Right? It, we talked about that so last like, episode with that Berniers where Berniers like forechecked, didn't touch the puck, but that allowed Eberly to get there and get it out the time to McCann. That sort of stuff yeah. happens. You know what I mean? All it yeah. takes is like a good breakout pass. Yeah. Well, and the the other reason, the last thing I'll say about... A good about, carry through the neutral zone. Right. The last thing I'll say about Ebbs is like last year, there was a lot of times when I was like, God, he's so slow. Like It looks like he's skating through molasses and he's like late yeah, to the play. Like, why isn't he... Like, yeah. But I... But I'd this seen year... Him, I'd seen him... This year... I'd seen him playing for the Islanders and I, I knew, you know... Yeah, well, this year like, he was all I the way said back. It at the very first episode of the second season, yeah. when he comes alive, he's undeniable. Yeah, for sure. And I think he, he did that this whole season, and that's why you you look at him and you're like, this is one of the best seasons of his career. And that's all there is to it. So The points, yeah. Second star, Jordan Eberle. We're going and, for it. And Jay Ebbs, baby. Maybe, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll get that C next year. Maybe that's your next jersey? Maybe that's my next jersey, and I haven't put a C on it just because. I got me a sweet Dunn jersey. 
last night, last game of the season, before they named him team MVP at the end there, uh, is, which is a great segue into the first star. <laughs> Vince Dunn getting it done. Voted team MVP by his teammates. He led the team in assists. Um, and he leads the Kraken all time in assists with 78. Um, he ended the season with 14 goals, 50 assists for 64 points, two game winning goals. Last year, he finished with seven goals, 28 assists for just. He basically doubled it. Yeah, just 35 points. So he doubled it. And he was a negative 21 last year and plus 28 this year. So Damn, that's it. That and that's big. That's hell of a turnaround. That's more than double. Yep, yep. And um, <laughs> you know, vote how you want, but he's our first star. Star plus quarterbacking, power play one, and top line D with my boy Larson, who you know gets a side shout out because I'm sure, uh, you know, a lot of that is due to Larson. You know, holding things down so Vince Dunn Freaking can do guys his thing. are so handsome. It's not even fair. I know it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, like what? What is? What is? What does any other team have to compare? I mean, they don't, dude. Have you seen Winberg? Yeah, Drew, exactly. Drew Dowdery. That guy <laughs> does not look anything like these dudes. Drew Drew Dowdy. Okay. What's your deal? <laughs> Dude, shots fired at Drew. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> Me neither. When it comes to handsome, <laughs> the Kraken D-Boys got it going on. No, totally. All right, well, that's the that's the three stars of the season. So let's wrap it up with some uh, some fun, quick hits. Who's uh, Who's our MVP? This is like Kraken Captain's MVP for the season. Yeah, I think we already know it's Vince Dunn, first star, same thing, right? Who's the most? No, I'm going Brandon Tanev. Brandon Tanev, all right. Just for being back, just for being back after a year of being injured. Well, and he played through. all 82 games, which I'm it's sure we'll talk high. about later. So, I mean, but... come on, career high. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I'm gonna stick. With... Oh, you know what? I'm you gonna know stick what? with Vince. You know. I didn't know that the next one was most improved. <laughs> That's oh, <laughs> blame the editor. Blame, yeah, no, blame the producer for not giving you the year. notes. <laughs> now he has a career high, so <laughs> Vince Dunn can be the MVP. Okay, now most improved. Go, Doug. <laughs> Deal. Deal. I I agree. Um, You know, it's like comeback player of the year award. Obviously... Helps that he didn't have like a whole season, but he had a career year this year. Um, healthy, played all 82 games. So huge, you know, we've said multiple times about how much a, this team missed him favorite. last year. Everybody loves him. You see so many Tanner jerseys, you know what I mean? Yeah, the wife got one, man. Chris I mean, Away I love, Whites. I love the guy. Yeah. It's a, it's a totally different team when he's on the ice <coughs> or, or on the roster. So, most improved, yeah, for sure. Biggest, definitely. Biggest disappointment. Oh, that's so hard. That is so hard. That 
Callie Yarncrock is looking so good on the Maple Leafs. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was one. You know, we the thing is. I mean, I don't even hear Dano playing over there, but. He's still there. My boy Yarncrock is crushing it. Yeah, he's still there, but he's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. We Well, we, we said, you know, Gio had a couple years. He had a little bit of juice left, but. I think we both agreed last year it was our like least favorite loss. We got we got a good deal for him. So, you know. Definitely. Definitely. But and yeah, I hear you. Boots what's yours? <laughs> Mine is Burakovsky. Just because <sighs> he was on pace for a career year and so good. Huge pickup. I want and to change I think my answer. That ultimately, is, that's the worst. And it's not Dude. it's not his fault, but he got injured, you know? Like this team early in the season, like think about where we might be if he had played the whole season. Like he was yeah. what his points would yeah. look like right now. He's a, he he'd was be on our fire. MVP probably. He'd be everything right now. We'd probably be praising yeah. his name. So, you know, rest up. Ice up, son. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Um. That, but that was a disappointment. All right, and then breakout player. Breakout player. This is easy. Burr Shane Wright. Maddie Berniers, baby. Yeah, Maddie Berniers. I mean, 50, 50 points, right? <laughs> Breaking that plateau, uh, I think clutch for the Calder. Like it's a no-brainer. It, obviously, you know, it's. I, I think we all kind of like knew that it was he was capable of it, but he he came through with flying colors. You know, survived some injury scares. Just imagine him like in the next couple of years when he puts on like fifteen pounds of muscle, and uh, yeah, and, and he just wears the, the like Olympic gold medal. Around wherever he goes, it was you, silver. You silver keep medal. saying that, but they didn't even win a medal. You really like? <laughs> he was in the Olympics. He didn't win. I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell All it hard. Right. Just keep telling. Just keep saying it until it's true. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember like the wrestler Kurt Angle? That was like his whole shtick. Like he was oh, like an yeah. Olympic. Wrestler, was, he'd like he wore the Olympic gold wrestling. medal everywhere he went. That's what I want. That's what you on want. My team. <laughs> yeah, but he won a gold medal. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, it's like wrestling. So <laughs> it's wrestling. It's Is real. It real? Is it's it not? <laughs> real. I still believe. I mean, you know, the day that we're like wondering if Ovechkin's like goal tally is real or not mm. <laughs> then I, that's when i'm <laughs> i'm gonna have second thoughts about everything gotcha well <laughs> maybe a couple years out we'll see all right so there you go that's uh kind of the awards and where we sit and how we see it well we better i guess we better touch on the final stretch of the season we took care of business for the most part, the games we needed to win, we won. We beat Chicago, swept the uh, everything I thought was going to happen. Arizona, happened. yeah, yeah. Um, we dropped the two games to Vegas. I had some high hopes there, but yeah, 
I kind of in my gut was like, that's what I was expecting. So I, I said last episode that we were going to have a tough time on the back-to-back, the first game, and we did. I mean, we looked tired, and we just didn't have the legs, and, and they pushed us around quite a bit. Um, they're a good team too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and I mean, you know, they're they're in the playoffs for a reason, and they've been they've been a challenge ever since day one. Yeah, we've only beat them once in two in two years, so they kind of have our number. Yeah. But we played yeah. them really, really tough in the final game of the season. I think you know, home home crowd advantage helps and everything coming like off, that. Coming off all them wins, yeah, the we team still has some momentum we, coming in. We cemented another five-game win streak, uh, to yeah. end, you know, besides these two losses to end the season. And, and you that's know, actually the story of the season. Yeah, all those win that's streaks. the story of the season is how many, like, win streaks that the team had that they just came through and it was like win after win after win after win. Yeah, and well, like, and think yeah, about we said all, most of them were on the road. On the road, which is could be huge in the playoffs. It cannot be denied that they just they just kept winning. If you can steal games in the playoffs away, you're in good shape. So that bodes well. So we showed metal in that last game, and it's uh, it's good because we're gonna need it against the Abs. <laughs> and you know what? You know what else? You can only lose to a team so many times. Oh, yeah. It's going to even out. You can only lose so many times to one team before your time is up. You right. know, here, here comes your number. Yeah, dam's going to break. Yeah, for sure. That's what happens. You can't lose all of them. Eventually, you're going to win. And, like, now's man, the time I'm, to be doing think, it. <laughs> yeah, now's the time. <laughs> oh, man. Now's the time. Yeah. All right. Well,. Let's uh, let's hit him with some highlights and stats from the season. Kraken show the best improvement from an expansion team from year one to year two, finishing with 46 wins. That's a plus 19 from last year's 27 wins. 100 points, which is 40 more than last year's 60 points. Quite a run for Ron Haxtell and the boys. Ron Hexel and the boys sounds like a band. I don't know, but yes, absolutely. Those are incredible numbers. Um, and yeah, I mean, that'll probably hold up for a long time. I don't know when the next expansion team is going to be, but, um, that's a huge turnaround 60 to a hundred points. That's crazy. So it's gigantic. Um, kudos to those guys for, doing all the hard work that's for sure all right we've got kraken players that are having career years the Vin- list is too long to name them all right yeah. now we'll run out of time vince Maybe. dunn we only have like 30 minutes we gotta <laughs> come on vince dunn will borgen morgan geeky adam larson jared mccann jamie alexiak daniel sprong brandon tanev and ellie tolvenin um, while players like Gord, Bjorkstrand, Eberly, Winberg, and Donato are all close to career years, having the second best years of their career. And like we mentioned before, Burakovsky was on pace for 65 points at the time of his injury, which would have been a career best for him. So, And then you add in, you know, Calder winner, Matty He's going to win it. 24 goals. 
Sprong, 21 goals. Schwartz, 21 goals. Schwartz, Eberle, 20. Bjorkstrand, 20. That's the six players with 20 goals or more, including, of course, your your leader out of the gate, McCann, at 40. Um, Dunn, 50 assists, like we said. Eberle, 43 assists. Gord's, 34 Bernier's 33 assists, and McCann, 30. So Dunn's 50 assist year is ridiculous. Yeah, I think he's second in points. That's sick. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a reason he's MVP in Kraken Cat. So good looking? Oh, MVP. Yeah. MVP of the team. Yes. (laughs) He's second with 64 points, and then Eberly is right behind him with 63. And then Maddie a little further down the way of 57. So it's hot. Big stuff. point getters. Yeah. Well, and, and we've said it all year. This is a team, you know, everybody's contributing all up and down the line. I mean, even it is. Even players like, you know, Tanev, who's having a career year, he's got 16 goals. Tolvanen's got 16. Dunn, Gord have 14. Donato has 14. So. It's all up and down the roster. I think my favorite is Alexiak. He's like career best in all categories. You know, I love that. Yeah, hell yeah, the big rig, the Woo. big rig. Woo. Yeah, nine goals, sixteen assists, twenty-five points, it's plus thirteen. That's sick. Yes, sir. Okay, well, any other uh, important stance or stats, rather, or should we just get right into the playoff preview? No, let's yeah, let's talk about the playoffs. What's happening with the, uh, your boys? Well, <laughs> the Avalanche. I think we can start by saying that you know we got two big injuries to report. Gabe Landeskog, um, you know, has been rumored to maybe be in recovered, but the Avs have come out and said he won't play in the playoffs. Burakovsky on our side. Um, he's going to be at least out for the first round, if not way longer. I'm hearing rumors about six weeks of recovery. So you're talking about the Western conference final. Um, so no help from him against his former team. So that, that won't be a storyline that reporters can write about, but, um, kind of said it at the top. Got to be careful what you wish for Doug abs in the first round. Um, McKinnon playing like a man on a mission. And so we'll yeah. see, we'll see what he does after that hat trick. Um, but yeah, he's clutch. So, um, yeah, we got some clutch boys too, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. McCann, we got some clutch boys yeah. too, though. So we'll see yeah. how, I mean, seven games, it's not just one. It's so here's it's not the thing. Just one game. Here's my thing about it is like, our, our depth versus their depth, right? Um, obviously, you've got good top lines, you know, McCann, Eberle, Berniers, and then you have, you know, McKinnon, Ratnan, and Comfer. That's a name to look out for. Um, <clears throat> other names that you'll you'll want to know if you don't know know who Georgiev is. That's that's the goalie. He used to play for the He's Rangers. He's having a, a breakout year too, really. Yeah, well, in front of a team like this, that that you, you get a lot of help. But he's good. He's a good goaltender, and he wanted to go there. 
so he could get another shot, and he's getting it. And yeah, um, I think you yeah, got to look out having, for. He's having a, a great year. Yeah, I think you got to look out for um, Valerie Nachuskin. He's the he's the player that the Avs chose over Burakovsky. Uh, was either going to be him or Burakovsky, and they signed Nachuskin, so we were able to pick him up. Devin Taves on the Avs is a defenseman who I think you really got to work, uh, watch out for. He's got a heavy shot and he knows how to put pucks in the back of the net. And then Logan O'Connor is this kid, number 25, is crazy kid who looks like a miniature version of Nathan McKinnon. So, and of course, Aturi Lincoln was a playoff hero from last year um, who scored, I think, an overtime winner and a couple of really important goals in games against the Oilers. Uh, former Canadian, I believe. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's it's those guys versus our depth. Brandon Tanev, Yanni Gord, Bjorkstrand. The good news is our boys are getting hot at the right time. Yanni and Eberle and, and uh, Bjorkstrand are all heating up with uh, a lot of points in recent games. So it's going to be – I think it's going to be a good matchup. And, you know, if we win, we might look back at this series to open it all. And say like this was the like launching pad that sent us yeah. you know, into the stratosphere. Yeah, no kidding. Beating if they this... can take if they can take Colorado down, huge confidence then, riding. Yeah, you gotta then you're looking ride good. That. I mean, and they do. They've got the talent. They got Sprong and Tolvin in coming in. Sprong, you know. Yeah. And then Geeky Tanev, Gord, all those guys are coming in hot. Yeah. Yep. Totally. So, so plus you got the juicy storyline with Gru facing his forming former team, um, so that's going to be fun too. But you know the other thing is he's looked really sharp. I mean they named him like one of the goalies of the week last week. I think he, it was like a one point nine goals against. Um, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, so they're getting hot Against at the, the right Black time Hawks and that and that's the key and you know i think these losses against vegas you know might be better for motivation for this team going into the playoffs rather than like cruising in on a seven game win streak so you never know how these that's things true. play out that's true gives you gives you yeah. you know a little reminder that it's a battle it's not going to be easy street yeah yep so that's uh, that's where it sits. That's where we. Th- I think they are, and I will make my prediction right now. The Let's uh, hear it. the boys take down the Stanley Cup champions in six. In six. Six games. They're gonna steal one at, uh, in Colorado. They're gonna come home, and this is the secret advantage. And I expect the fans to do this. I don't think anybody's seen, like, nobody has seen Seattle playoff hockey. Like, fans in Seattle get really loud, and I expect... get amped up in there. I expect that to happen in the greenhouse, and it's going to be a totally different environment for, like, hockey teams that are like, oh, this isn't normal. And so we're going we're gonna to ride that to two wins at home, and go back to Colorado and win away because that's what we do, baby. Three to one. <laughs> mm. 
No, no, they're going to bring it home because it's six. So it'll be three to one after we win the two games at home. Then they'll go back to Colorado, lose that game, come back for game six, and win at home again. All right. Well, just because you're saying six, I'll say seven. Deal. (laughs) (laughs) And then. But there's no way the Kraken can lose this one. Deal. I'll take it. Perfect. There you go. You heard it here. Maybe first. Depends on when this gets released. (laughs) Okay. Before we get out of here and get ready for this uh, playoff series, I think we should mention a cool moment uh, for Joey Decord. Um, He was called up again because Jones hurt his hand. And he started that first game against Vegas in the back-to-back. Um, but it was actually the night before in Arizona, um, at his alma mater, he's a sun devil and that's where the coyotes are playing. Um, so he actually became the first goalie to play in a game at his college stadium. And it was a game that grew actually started. Um, but he finished, they called him, called him in and put him in with like a minute, uh, a minute and a half to go. So Joey Decord gets to play in that game, and he gets the win. So um, that probably, because it's a pretty rare thing, that'll probably go down in hockey history. They'll put a puck in the Hall of Fame and all that stuff because that's a unique unique thing that you probably won't ever see again unless they have some sort of weird exhibition game like they like to play overseas or something. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think you'll probably ever see that again. Yeah, so, so way to go. Classy Mr. move Decord. by Hackstall and Grew. Uh, to get that done, so that's a lot of fun. I mean, he sh- he showed out really well this season, so it's fun to see him come up and and do his thing and and get to do that. So. I'm I'm loving seeing Decord in the net. It's Dude, awesome. He he played so well against Vegas. I mean, it was an assault. Just, but he he acquitted himself so well in that game. I wish that's good. That's what you got to do. A little bit better result for him, but he he looks in that situation. That's what you got to do. Yeah, Scott, it's going to be fun next year when it's like Drieger and him and Grew all up during training camp to see that battle, you know, uh, and yeah. see who comes out on top for backup. So that's what you want, for the, you know. Yeah, for the backup cracking goalie. So, well, Doug, I'm excited. Playoff hockey Me and too. we're a part of I it. I can't wait to see it. Goldern. Let's ride this pony out of here. Take it away. Let's ride this pony out of here. Kraken Captain's podcast is the original Kraken podcast. JB and I want to thank you, the Kraken fans, for listening. Oh, thank you. We're hockey lovers, doing it for the love, but also doing it for you. So let's, let's go, go Kraken. Kraken! Playoffs, baby! Playoffs. Yeah, we'd uh, love to hear from you. Um, so tweet us at Kraken Captains, uh, but keep your head up because another episode's coming real, real soon. Hello out there, we're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.